going on. I want you to spend time with family. Can somebody say amen? So thankful rest week. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Somebody give the Lord some praise. Amen. Praise the Lord. I thought about all that by myself, that word. Amen. Rejoice and be thankful. Rejoice and be thankful. Seeing it for yourself. I don't know, sister, whenever you face trials of many kinds. The Good News Bible says it like this. My brother and sister, consider yourself fortunate when all kinds of trials come your way. Come on, if we can be honest tonight, how many here feel fortunate when you're going through a trial? Come on, somebody. Let's be honest. Amen. Come on. We, we, don't, we don't feel happy. No one's shouting joy. Come on. When you're going through a trial or a pain. But Brother James here, he says when you're going through a hard time, when you're going through a storm, or a storm has hit your life, amen, he says to consider it pure joy. Come on. That was joy right there. Hallelujah. Consider it pure joy. That when a trial hits your life, be thankful. When the devil comes knocking at your door, rejoice. Come on. At those times, church, you got to understand when you're going through a hard season or a hard time, you know what? When, when things hit my life, I think about his goodness. Come on. I think about the things that he's done in my life that is take that fear or takes away all, all, the, all the things of a, a trial or a pain that comes my way, and it makes me want to shout. It makes me want to think about him. It makes me want to dance sometimes and just say, thank you, Jesus. James goes on to say, in verse 1, 3 to 4, it says, because you know that the testing of your faith, somebody say my faith, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish his work so that you may be mature, complete, and not lacking anything. The New Living Translation puts it like this. For you know that when your, your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. Somebody say, let it grow. For your endurance is fully developed. You will be perfect, complete, needing nothing. Come on, how many like that last part? I don't know about you, but I, I like being complete, amen, and la lacking anything. And so when we start to understand here, church, uh, when God, he says, you know what, I want you to consider it pure joy when you're going through a trial, when you're going through a storm, because when you're going through that, it tests your faith. And when it tests your faith, it produces perseverance. It builds your endurance. Amen. Why? So that you can be mature. How many know that we need to grow up in the Lord? Come on, then we need to grow up in the Lord. It, it helps us to grow up in the Lord. It, it helps us to be complete as a Christian, not lacking anything. Philippians 4.4 4 says this, to always be full of the Lord or full of the joy in the Lord. Amen. The Message Bible puts it like this, celebrate the Lord all day, every day. Somebody say all day. Every day. Come on. That's the key, church. Come on. The key to rejoicing is to be full of the Lord, to be full of God, not yourself. Come on, somebody. Come on, we, how many know that we, we can take ourselves so far, amen, but we fall, we fail. Come on, we, 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 gotta, we can't be full of ourselves. We need to be full of God. Can somebody say amen? Full of the Lord all day, every day. Come on, somebody say all day. It has to be all day. You cannot just be full of, the, of joy just if you're a morning person. 
Come on. Or you're an afternoon person or, or a late evening person or when things are going good for you. you got to be full of joy right when you wake up until you lay down. Come on, somebody. We got, there has to be joy. Why? Because God is a good God. We just sang a song, what? He's a good, good what? Father, amen. If he's a good father, come on, then there should be some joy inside of you. If you are full of the Lord, amen, joy should, father, joy should live inside of you. Come on, that you are reminded of who he is and what he's already done and what he's been doing in your life. See, when we're full of God, disappointment can't settle in. Come on, you can't stay sad because you're too glad. Come on, hallelujah. You become a poet and don't even know it. Come on, somebody. See, when you're full of the Lord, amen, depression, listen, depression can't settle in. Oppression cannot take over. Worry has no place. Discouragement and fear have to take a hike when you're full of the Lord. Come on, how many know it's better to be full of the Lord than full of it? Come on, you got, you got to have more of God. I mean, there's not, you can never have enough God. Come on, somebody. You, you, you need, some of us, we need to OD on God. Come on, we, we just got to get so full of God, amen, that, man, it's just flowing over. It's just coming out, amen. Because when you're full of the Lord, there is no room for none of that other kind of stuff. Not that it doesn't come our way. How many know it does come? Trials come, storms come, devil comes knocking on our door. All these things happen. But when you think about Jesus, come on, somebody. When you think about Jesus, it makes you rejoice. Come on, it, it makes you become thankful. I don't know about you, but when I'm going through a trial and I think about God and what he's done in my life, amen, it makes me happy. It makes me, you know what, I may be going through a storm right now, but my God is faithful. My God is good. I serve a good, good father, amen. And he's going to get me through the storm or battle or whatever I'm facing. It makes you become thankful. 1 Peter 1.8 says this, you love him even though you have never seen him. And though you do not see him now, you trust him. And you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. Come on. Come on. Don't, doesn't he make you happy? But you've never seen him. Yet you still, what? Trust him. Come on, I don't know about you, but I trust Jesus. Amen. Uh, come on, I may not have seen him. Uh, come on, but I know who he is. Amen. Because there's a joy that's inside of me, a, a joy that I cannot explain. Uh, amen. I cannot describe. Amen. But it's something that's inside of me that I know, that I know, that I know that he exists. You see, if we go back to Philippians 4.4, Paul's speaking here. And he's giving instructions to the church of how they can be full of the Lord. Remember, the fullness of the Lord brings the joy. It causes you and I to be thankful. But how do we get the fullness of God? Well, Philippians 4.1 says this, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. The answer is right here, church. Stay true to the Lord. Staying true will bring victory in your life. Come on. A true life is a committed life. Come on. It's a faithful life. It's a loyal life. It means that you don't go to the left and you don't go to the right. Amen. You stay on the straight and narrow path. Amen. Nothing pulls you. Amen. Because you are so committed. You are so true to the Lord. Amen. That no matter what hits your life, you continue walking forward and going straight forward. Amen. Matthew chapter 7, 13 to 14 says this. 
You cannot enter the kingdom. You can enter the kingdom of God only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and the gate is wide for many who choose that way, for many choose that way, but the gateway to life, the committed life, the, the, the true life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. Tell your neighbor to stay on the narrow road. Come on, you got to stay on that narrow path, church. Come on. We must focus on the fact that Christ, somebody say Jesus, Christ will bring everything under his control. And if everything is under his control, church, nothing can ever get out of control. Come on. We come to understand the battle. When we trust God, the battle truly belongs to the Lord. And when we trust him in that, then we are secure of victory. That's when we step away. Come on. That's when we start to do the things that we shouldn't do. That's when things get out of control. Come on. Somebody say amen. Come on, have you ever walked away from the Lord and things just, just messed you, messed up in your life? Come on, things just started to fall apart, amen. Why? Because you, you got off the path. You got off that, 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 that narrow path, amen. You got on the broad path, amen. And when you start to go to the left or to the right, church, things will fall apart in your life. You got to stay true to the Lord. That is the key, amen. If we're going to be full of the Lord, amen, we got to stay true. Staying true means to be steadfast. Resisting the negative influences of temptation, false teaching, and persecution. Another translation says to stand firm in the Lord and to live a life of victory. That means that, that we don't lean on our emotions. Come on, somebody. We don't lean on our own understanding. As I was talking about Proverbs 3, 5, amen. We have to rely on God, amen. How many know that emotions will mislead you? Emotions will take you off the path, church. You've got to stand faithful to God, stay true to God. Amen. No matter what's coming your way, amen. All hell can be coming at us, but we've got to continue to stand on the promises, knowing that he, Jesus, will get us through each and every time, church. I don't know about you, but all hell has come against us, amen. But when I stood on the narrow path, he's always come through. Come on, somebody say Amen. Come on, most of us are here because either we either got off and we know, we know that when we're not true to God, things get messed up. But when we get back on that narrow path, though it's hard, though it's difficult, there's life, amen. There's promises, there's blessings, amen. God always comes through on that narrow path, amen. He, come on, nothing happens out here but destruction. He'll come after you out there. And try to bring you back, amen. But how many know that you got to work your way back here? To that committed life. That faithful life. Amen. That true life. That true, that true to the Lord, amen. But it requires perseverance. Come on. If you don't rejoice, come on, then we are not going to be thankful. Come on, perseverance is not going to come, amen, if we don't know how to rejoice through the midst of trials and storms. Because you will not be rejoicing, you will be complaining. Come on, somebody. Come on, if you're not rejoicing, you're complaining. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, start rejoicing. <laughs> rejoice. Rejoice, I say, hallelujah. Come on, our text in James chapter 1, 3 says, because you know that the testing of your faith Produces perseverance, perseverance, perseverance. <laughs> I need water, amen. Perseverance, amen. 
Perseverance means this, to continue effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. Another translation means to carry on. Tell your neighbor, carry on. Come on. But it also refers to waiting on. Come on, somebody. Not only do we carry on, but sometimes we're going to have to wait on. Come on. Micah 7, 7 says this, as for me... I look to the Lord for help. I wait confidently for God to save me. My God, somebody say my God. My God will certainly, my, my, my God will certainly hear me. How many know that he hears your cries? Come on, the Bible says that he's close to the broken heart. And he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. God hears you. Come on, tell yourself, God hears me. God hears you. Sometimes you think he's not hearing you. You're calling out, you're calling out, and nothing happens. But I'm here to let you know God hears you. He's close to you. You just have to trust him. you got to stay true to him. you got to stay committed to him. And when you do, church, and you stay on that path, God will always show up for you. He is a faithful God. Come on, he is a good father. Come on, these songs that we sing, amen, are all truths about our father. Come on, that's why we sing it, because we know it's true. That's why some people get emotion, because we know it's true. It's when we get off key, that's when we start to swerve to the left or to the right. That's when we mess up, church. And life falls apart, and we're no longer rejoicing, but complaining. Ah, this and that, the church, and pastor, that, 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 that. I know you guys complain about me, and it's not my fault. You want to blame me? But it's not my fault. Who told you to go to the left? Who told you to go to the right? Amen. The pastor didn't tell you that. You chose that. I'm here to give you instructions, amen. But you got to make your own choices. Come on. You want to blame me? Go ahead, amen. I'm a big boy. I can take it. I know who I belong to, amen. I know, I know what's going on. Let's just be honest. Come on. Be honest. And get back on path. Get on the right path. When people are going through things, I, those are questions. Are you still reading? Are you still re praying? No, no, no. That's your problem. Go pray and read and come back and talk to me. Because we can't talk right now. Come on, get back on the path. Amen. <laughs> come on. We're here to grow, right? I'm here to bring maturity. I'm here to teach you. I'm here to say, you know what? You, you know what? I'll go out after you for a little bit, amen. But after a while, come on, get back on the path. Get over here. What are you doing over there? What are you doing over there? Complaining, complaining. Get on the path. Stay true to God, amen. Nothing's going to change until you change your heart, until you recommit your life to God. Then God can start to, then I can help you on the path. Come on, we can go forward in the path. We can't go forward out there. Get on the path. Somebody say, get on the path. Come on. John 16, says, I've told you this. So we already know this. When we get saved, I don't know if anyone here has told you this. Brother, sister, come to church. Just come. And when you do, everything will be perfect. If someone told you that in this church, they're lying. Point them out right now. I'm not looking at you. That's conviction or something, amen. I'm not even looking at you. I can preach in the dark, amen. Hallelujah. You can turn off the lights, amen. I'll preach. 
Come on, no one told you that. Give your life to Jesus and live happily ever after. It's not true. Come on, it says, I've told you this so that in me, say in Christ, in me you will have peace. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows. We're going to, this path, we, I, we, I already read a scripture that on this path is difficult. Choosing the right path, following Christ is difficult. It's not an easy path. It says you're going to have trials, but he says take heart because I've overcome the world. Come on, we already have our victory because of the cross, church. Come on, somebody. Because of what well, he already triumphed on the cross when he rose again and resurrected, gave us some victory, amen. He gave us life. Hell has no sting on us no more. Come on, we have no worry about nothing because he has given us victory. 2 Thessalonians 3, 3 says this, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. God is on your side, church, no matter what's coming at you. Sickness, whatever, God's still on your side. God is still there. Can somebody say amen? So we cannot lose heart, church. We cannot give up because we're going through a trial. We're going through a storm. We're going through a pandemic. We're going through a, a crisis, a sickness, a virus that's going around us. We cannot look. We cannot give up. Amen. But we must reflect on God's goodness. We must reflect on what God has already done in your life and what he's done already for all mankind. Because when you start to reflect on him, church, it will cause you to rejoice and to be thankful again. It will get you back off the pity party to the left and to the right, amen, and put you back on the narrow path, amen, and say, God, you be for me. If he be for me, who can come against me, amen? Uh, come on, you stand on that path and you keep going forward. Uh, God promises to give us strength of character that with the help of the Holy Spirit and the help of each other. When we do that, church, and we rely on the Holy Spirit and we rely on our brethren, then we can stay true to the Lord. Nehemiah 8.10 says this, do not grieve. Look at your neighbor and say, don't grieve. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on, somebody say rejoice. You got to rejoice. Don't grieve. Don't worry about the times. Don't worry about the sorrows. Trust in the Lord. He will be your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on, just as my pastor ministered on Sunday, amen. Uh, come on, we need to move forward. Come on, we're moving to our destination, amen. Uh, we're moving towards our prize, our goal, amen. Uh, come on, it's not here. Uh, come on, we're just passing through. Uh, come on, heaven. Heaven is our goal, church. Uh, don't forget about that. Uh, come on, if you look at heaven, joy will come up. Whatever trial, I don't care. Get out of my way, devil. You're in my way. Boom, boom, boom. I'm on my way to heaven. Come on, I'm not going to go to the left, amen. I'm not going to ride. I'm not going to pity party, amen. I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to go forward, and whatever's standing in my way, I'm going to take it out of my way. And the Lord's going to help us. Come on. We're going to heaven, church. Heaven is our destination. Moving forward to the promise that Jesus prepares a place for us. That where he is, we're going to be. Come on, how about you? What, any storm, any battle? Once I start thinking about that, I start thanking God already. I start rejoicing already because I'm moving towards the goal. I'm not going to swave, swerve to the left or the right, amen. I'm going to stay on the, on the straight and narrow because there's promises. 
You've got to keep your eye on the prize, church. There's a prize for us. Come on, somebody. A prize for us. Just like a, what a, Paul said, I fought the, the good fight, amen. I finished my race. I kept the faith. And now store for me is what a prize, a crown of life. That's what we have to look forward to, church. Last thing tonight. We have to rejoice. Listen, no matter what. I said you got to rejoice no matter what. No matter what. I, I don't know. Come on. No matter what hits your life, rejoice in the Lord. Come on. Doesn't matter who's president. We rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Our destiny is not tied to a president. Our destiny is tied to Jesus Christ. Amen. That's who we have it. Doesn't matter who's in the White House. Amen. Doesn't matter who's president. Doesn't matter what you're going through. Doesn't matter what's hitting your life. Amen. We must rejoice and be thankful all the time. That's why James says, consider it pure joy. My brothers, when you face trials of any kind. See, a trial is not to, to tear you down. A trial is to build you. It's a testing of your faith. It's to build character. It's to build perseverance. It's to build endurance. It's to build you that you can be complete and mature and what? Lacking nothing. That's what I want to go to, the lacking nothing part, being complete, being mature in God. James goes on to say that during these times it builds us. It brings these things to us, church. So we rejoice in it, not complain through it. Do you hear that? We rejoice in it, not complain through it. People go through trials and they're just complaining through the whole trial. Oh, Pastor, it's not changing. It's a star. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. And I don't want to describe or, or I don't want to talk about the la, 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 la part. Because it's bad. When I go la la la, this is bad stuff. They're saying, ah, oh, bad. And they, they know there's, there's cuss words in there. I don't want to talk about none of that. Come on. We, we're, we're complaining through a trial instead of trying to see what we're trying to learn through a trial. God, what are you trying to teach me? God, help me. I want to rejoice because you're, you're about to build something inside of me. You're about to prepare me for something in the future. They're, they're not fun, church. Come on, he says consider it pure joy, but they're really not fun when we're going through a trial. But we got to stay on the straight and narrow. Come on, we got to stay true to God. We got to we got to stay committed to God. We we got to stay faithful to God because He's faithful to us. Amen. It's on the path that He builds us. He doesn't build us on, on the right or the left. He builds us on the straight and narrow. And so when you're going through a trial and you're going through a storm, God's about to build something inside of you. Stay on the road. Amen. Trust God and watch what God does. Philippians 3, 1 says, Paul says, whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. Paul's encouraging the church here. Say, rejoice no matter what. You know where Paul's writing this from? Prison. Jail. Lockdown. He's writing these things, and don't it seem strange that a man from prison will be telling people on the outside to rejoice? And you think it would be the other way around. But you see, Paul's attitude here, church, teaches us an important lesson. Listen, that our outer or our inner 
attitude doesn't have to reflect our outer circumstances. Now, no matter what's inside here, despite of what's going out on the outside, it's not going to change what's inside here. We cannot allow those outer things to come inside to reflect our character, church. And here, Paul has the right attitude. Paul says, you know what, I, I'm not going to let those, those outer circumstances of my life right now reflect the inner joy of the Lord in my life. Romans chapter 8, 35 says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, shall pandemic, virus, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, or danger, or sword? It goes on in 36 to 39. It says, no. In all these things, we are what? More than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced, say I'm convinced, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any power, nor height or depth, or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing's going to take us off this path, church. No matter what comes our way, amen, our love for Christ keeps us on the road. And his love for us helps us on the road. Come on, somebody. Paul didn't let his outer circumstance take away the inner joy of the Lord, the love for God, amen. He knew who he belonged to, and he knew who would deliver him. That's why Paul says in Philippians 3.3, I focus on one thing. Forgetting the past. Somebody say, forget the past. That is the number one problem in Christianity today. So it's one of the problems. People don't let go of the past. They're serving God. They're trying to walk on this narrow path, still thinking about the past. The past will tear you down. The past becomes an anchor in your walk, church. You cannot go forward with God with a path on your back. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, let it go. Got to let it go. Paul here says, you know what? I, I, you know what? I focus on one thing, amen. I, forgetting on what's in the past, amen. I stop focusing what, what is hitting my life right now. You can't, you can't even focus on the present things in your life, church. Not that you don't, that, that you don't get affected by that, but you cannot stay there, church. You've got to keep going forward. Come on, we cannot be afraid of another shutdown, another what? No, no, we're going forward with God, amen. It doesn't matter what the country does. It doesn't matter what our state or governor does, amen. All we're doing, amen, we're going to stay true to God. We're going to stay focused to Jesus, and we're going to stay on this path and do what we need to do as a church. Come on, somebody. Stop focusing on what's hitting your life right now. Stop focusing on the, the election and what happened, amen. It's done. It's over with, amen. Let's just go forward, amen. Uh, come on, let's just go forward, whatever happens. It's Jesus or bust, amen. Hallelujah. I, I'm going all the way. Somebody say, I'm going all the way. Come on, you got to go all the way, just like that old song. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way to the Lord. I, I draw the line. No turning back, right? No turning back. Right when you got saved, Right when you accepted Jesus Christ at this altar, you had to draw a line right there. I'm not going back no more. This is my new life. This is my new destination. I have got off the wide, wide, broad path, amen, and I put myself on the straight and narrow. I'm going all the way with the Lord. Come on. All the way, church. Come on. Did you just join for a month? Subscription? Hallelujah. 
Come on, did you just join this for the, a year and say, I'm going to see what the year does, amen, and see how this works out? No. You had to make a decision. This is my life now. I'm going all the way, amen. Come on, this is not just to make my wife like me anymore. Or again, amen, hallelujah. Come on, I'm going all the way, amen. I, this is my right. I choose this for me, but I also choose it for my family. I'm going all the way. You got, you, you got to make that decision. We cannot procrastinate. We cannot, we cannot play with God. If we're serious, let's, let's get serious. That's why he says, you know what? I prefer you to be either hot or cold. Make a choice. Serve me or not serve me. It's up to you. But if you're just serving me lukewarm, I'll spit you out. Come on, you ain't doing God a favor just coming to church and, and then you have an attitude. And you're, and you're not even true to God and you're not staying committed. Amen. Come on, church. God is already shaking the church right now. He's giving us time to get right for those that are acting that way. So you know what? Either get hot or cold or get out. That's really the word right now. Hot, cold, or get out. Come on, choose, get in. Choose the path. Amen. Choose this narrow. Storm is going to come. Battles are going to come your way. Come on, the devil's going to attack. We already know that, church. But God is bigger than the devil. Amen. God is bigger than anything that you're going to face. Amen. And he will get you through whatever storm, whatever battle that you go through. Stay on the path. Got to keep your eyes on the prize, church. He brings us back. In his eyes, heaven. I forget what, what's behind, and I focus on heaven. Church, when you're going through a trial, you're, you're, put your focus back on heaven. The trials will try to swerve you to the left or swerve you to the right. And you've got to stay focused on the, on the, on the straight and narrow. You've got to stay focused on Jesus. Jesus has to be in front of you. He'll get you through the trial. He'll get you through the storm. And it will remind you what he's already done in the past, the good things that he's done. Go forward. Move ahead. Let's press on to the prize. Somebody say press on. Come on, receive that heavenly prize, church. There's, there, is, there is a reward for all of us. There is destination. There is, there is heaven, church. We're all trying to reach there. And sometimes we forget about that. We forget about heaven. Come on, church. We're so focused on the pandemic. We're so focused on the election. We're so focused on what's coming. We already know what's coming, church. Keep your eye on heaven. Come on. We're still going to heaven no matter what. God's still going to pick up his church no matter what. The trump is going to blow no matter what. we got to be concerned about ourselves. That's why the Bible says what? Work out your salvation what? In fear and trembling. Why? Because the enemy at this time is trying to take us off our destination, take us off the path, take us off the, 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 the goal, the prize heaven. Why? So you can swerve, swerve to the left and right to be with him. He's dragging people. He's pulling people. He's encouraging people. He's, 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 he's enticing people. He's, he's trying to pull you out. And you got to stay true to God, church. This is not a time to play church. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm just being serious with you guys. we got to stay on the narrow path. That's why so many people are, 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 are suicidal. So many people are dealing with depression, oppression, all this stuff, things in the church. I'm not even talking about the word. I'm talking about in the church. People dealing with suicide in the church, dealing with depression in the church, uh, oppression in the church. Why? Because they're not staying true to God and they're listening to the lies. they got to stay focused. 
Put Jesus back in mind. Put those things back in mind and get help. Encourage one another. Let's, let's help each other back on the path, church. Get back on that path. Stay on that path. Stay true to God and keep your eye on the prize. We have to keep on moving forward, church. But my pastor said on Sunday also, we have to keep on working as long as there's light. Because darkness is coming. This is not the darkness, church. When you think this is dark, this is not nothing compared to what's to come. We've got to continue to work. Work. Preach the gospel. Come on, make disciples. Reach the nations for the, for, for the Christ. Amen. We've we got to do our part, church. So even in the path of difficulties and, 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 and things that we deal as we're working our way to heaven, we've got to help others along the way. We got to pull those that we see on the left and right and say, come on, bring your brother, bring your sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, and say, you know what? Get on this path. Come on. Get on this path because darkness is coming. Darkness is coming. Come on. We don't want to see family and friends go to hell, right? Hope not. We got we to be the church and love people and persuade them to the, to the gospel, amen, and and share the love of Jesus to them. But what helps us is we got to be full of the Lord. God was, Paul was full of God. And when he was full of the Lord, that's what brought him joy. That caused, it caused him to rejoice and be thankful. Because he knew that no matter what hit his life, no matter what happened to him, he knew that Jesus was with him. And that he was preparing a place for him. He prepared a house for Paul. Amen. Let's go forward, church. We have to rejoice and be thankful no matter what. As I close tonight, let's enter this season that we're in. Not in woes and worries, but with thankfulness. Thankfulness in our hearts. Come on, thank the Lord. Remember I told you. I don't know, I think it was last week to say, every day wake up and say, thank you, Jesus. Remember that? Yeah. Even the next day I text it, thank you, Jesus. Remember? Yeah. Are we still doing that? Because you got to do it every single day, church. And I'm telling you, if you do that, then you'll be full of the Lord. I guarantee you by the end of the month, you'll be full of the Lord, full of joy, just by thanking him. By starting off the day, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day. Oh, man, I got no coffee, but thank you, Lord. I ran out of creamer. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Come on, because I mean, oh, we can complain real easy. Come on, somebody. And we complain about the silliest things, but we don't take time out to thank Him. Thank Him. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think things just happen to happen. I think sometimes they're, they're destined plans and things that God does for us. You know, a flat tire, we may complain, but it may have saved you from an accident. Come on, uh, 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 being late to work might have saved you from something terrible. Come on, you think about all the people that were late on 9-11 that lived after that because they were late. And so sometimes even through the things that you think they're bad, it can be God's design for you to protect you. So we just got to be thankful every time, church, and just wake up with that kind of attitude 
and thank Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Come on. Just continue to rejoice no matter what, church. I'll end with this scripture. Amen. Psalms 100 verse 4 says, Let us enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's all stand up tonight. Rejoice.